So It's Like That, the podcast, would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which we meet and record on today, the Chumash tribe. We pay our respects to all elders, past, present and emerging. We thank you for sharing this land with us that we visit here today. Hello, hello fam. Welcome back to So It's Like That, the podcast. If you don't know already, my name is Nyana Hilton and I am the host here. Welcome, welcome back fam. Um, You should bloody see where I'm recording from today. It's a bit of a vibe. I'm nestled up in the hills in Malibu and my goodness, I don't think I've ever recorded or am ever probably going to record somewhere as beautiful as I am here at the moment. Um, So we flew into LA here a few nights ago now, a couple of nights ago, and I brought all of me tech gear over with me just so I could, you know, keep up this for you guys and for me, of course. Um, But yes, it's all here and we're all ready to go. I'll post a little um, photo of the vibe here today of the recording place and you guys can see what I'm up to. Um, But yeah, the flight over was a bit hectic. Um, I would say that we got up at like 5am and left and then we didn't get home. Well, we didn't get to LA till the next morning here and all up it was about 24 hours of no sleep and by the time we got here I was wanting to go to Air One if you know what that is it's so cool it's like a kind of like an organic grocery store here it's such a vibe anyway I was like in there and Josh was just like zombieing out he's like I can't do this right now I cannot do this and I was like okay we'll come back because I think I got like one hour of sleep on the plane and he got like none. He got zero. So I think that one hour um, really helped me a tiny bit, but we definitely both crashed out um, later that afternoon for a few hours. Yeah, today we managed to go and place our votes at the um, consulate, the Australian consulate in LA. So if any Aussies are in LA out there, make sure that you go and have your vote um, for, yeah, for the referendum. Very important. So as you can see from the episode title today, we're going to be diving into wellness and a bit of a talk around the drinking culture in Australia as well. But yeah, I'm very excited for today's episode and I'm going to be, you know, sharing a bit of my wellness journey so far that I've been taking, I would say, for probably about a year and a half now. Um, And yeah, and talk a little bit obviously around health and my experience with the drinking culture in Australia. But first things first, baby, I'm going to get into my hot. Now, I feel like this hot goes without saying I'm in friggin' Malibu. This is one of my favorite places in the entire world. If you're ever in LA, you need to make the drive to come out here. Like it's just like ocean and these like rolling mountain hills. Oh, we're staying out on this road. It's called Coral Canyon Road and it's just a bloody dream feeling just so happy and just like so grateful to be here at the moment and of course to be recording my potty from here my knot for this episode is it's something so sad I am missing my fur child I didn't really have many knots because obviously as I said I'm pretty happy and pretty grateful to be where I am right now today so there's not much I can complain about besides missing my baby girl Frankie when I go away But the funniest thing is when we drop her off at the pet resort, it's like mummy and daddy don't even exist. Like she just 
perks up and runs off with this random person around the corner and I'm nowhere to be seen ever again and she just couldn't care less. But I guess that's a good thing because if it was the other way around, I think that I would feel so much more guilty and probably be crying and not being able to leave her if she wasn't happy about it. So yes, that is my knot. I'm missing my baby. Okay, so getting into today's episode, I'm going to start with wellness and share a little bit on my wellness journey, what it means to me and some hacks that I have been embracing along the way. I'm going to start with meditation. Now, meditation came into my life, I would say, about April last year. So it's been about a year and a half now. And that shit is good. Like I would not have meditation in my life today if it wasn't benefiting me. I originally started meditating for anxiety and my anxiety levels, I think since I've done contemporary therapy, have improved a lot more. But even like without that and before that, like managing my anxiety with meditation, it works. And when I'm talking about meditation, like I know a lot of people say that, oh, sitting down and meditating, like it's hard. Like, of course, it's freaking hard. Like you're sitting down with your own thoughts in silence. Like that's always going to be hard. But I think the thing to remember is that everyone doesn't have to have the same form of meditation. Like your form of meditation could be going to the beach It could be going for a walk. It could be riding your horse. Like just find what works for you and it doesn't have to be like the stereotypical meditating, although that is what has worked for me and what I've done. I would say a really good hack that I've used in this area is downloading the Calm app. It's just a really modern and exciting way to meditate and the app is just so broad. Um there's a few programs on there that you can do, especially relating around anxiety that have really helped me, I would say quite a lot. And another thing that you can do is journaling. Now, I feel like I don't do journaling as consistent as I do meditating. It's something that I really feel and I do in the moment. Um, I wish that I was probably a bit more consistent with it, but it's okay. We all have our downfalls. I would rather be more consistent with something else than you know, not trying at all, I guess. Something else I have grown to love and have seen benefits from along the way in my wellness journey is definitely hot and cold therapies. Now, I absolutely hate ice baths. I have only done like two ice baths, maybe three in my whole life. They're just not my thing, but I am in love with cold showers. I will probably do like a small cold shower at the end of each shower at least once a day. I think infrared saunas are the love of my life as well. I'm not a huge sun girly, probably because I have really fair skin and it just burns. So I don't tend to spend much time in the sun. Like, you know, I get a bit of my vitamin D in, but yeah, I love being in the heat though, like in an infrared sauna and the benefits that I have seen with my mental and my physical health from like casual hot and cold therapies have honestly been amazing. And I just make them like a part of my day or a part of my week if I can. And I don't stress as well if I don't get to them. I know a new week is always ahead. And yeah, there's always a new chance to stay on track. Actually, one of the biggest vibes in the world is probably meditating in your infrared sauna because there's just no distractions. It's so peaceful. And yeah, you got to try that out. It's such a vibe. I'm also a lover of little morning and little evening things that I can do for my 
health and wellness to make me feel really good. Like when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I always do is drink like fresh lemon in a glass of water. Now I only usually drink like half a lemon, but some people say that drinking a whole lemon could be really great for you as well. But that is enough for me, half of a lemon in a glass. And yeah, and then I have my little greens powder, which so many greens powders out there are disgusting and I will not touch them. But the only good one that I've ever found, it's called organic greens. And I feel like probably the reason I do have it mostly is because it's got no caffeine in it because I am caffeine free. And that's another thing that has helped me actually that I forgot to jot down that has helped me massively with my anxiety is completely going cold turkey on caffeine. I don't think I've drank caffeine since probably since like 2019. And that was one of the first things I realized was affecting my anxiety. And one of the first things I stopped, I actually didn't even add that in my notes today, but that was probably my first inkling of self-awareness to my wellness and my well-being, especially around my anxiety. Anyway, we were on the topic of morning and evening routines. My musts are my lemon water in the morning. That is going to make you feel so fresh and like excited and like ready for the day. And like, if you can chuck a greens powder in, that's nice too. And I think, I don't know, there's something about waking up and doing something really like soulful and something that you know is healthy for your body straight away. It just sets the tone for a really good day. And my must have at night is magnesium. You can take magnesium in tablet form or in powder, just in your water or whatever. But I love that at nighttime. I definitely think it's helped my sleep quality. It helps towards like muscle recovery and everything like that as well. But yeah, I think you should be doing at least like one to two hacks every day that are just going to make you feel really good about yourself and set you up and close you down properly for the day. Something that I began this year as well is branching out in my fitness. So for like, you know, a lot of my last few years, I would say that I've been a bit of a gym girly and it just bores the shit out of me going to the same place every day, every week. And for some people, like they love that. I just need like in myself, like if you ever find that you're getting bored of the gym, it's probably because you need to just step out and do something different and then come back. Like I love my like two gym sessions mixed in with other things. Like it's so much better. Like this year I have started reformer Pilates and Pilates is something I've always wanted to do. And I've only just started this year and oh my gosh, I'm just so in love with reformer. Matt Pilates, I find when I'm on vacation or I'm away, I'll do it like on an app, like the Kayla Sweat app or something. And it's so hard. I feel like reformer is definitely my, my sort of cup of tea. And it reminds me of dancing, which is something I used to do when I was younger. So I definitely think that in that way, it makes me feel like really connected to my childhood somehow. And yeah, like I've also started doing some Muay Thai. I've started doing some classes of that this year as well. And I have been enjoying that so much. It is so much fun. And it's so nice to get out and like meet people, be in a group setting and just have like different environments that you can call like your health hubs. I feel like that really helps like make your week a bit less boring than just going to the gym. And that's what I found personally anyway. So if you're feeling a little bit slumped and stuck in your routine, I definitely suggest a bit of a spice up. But whatever you are doing, I think the most important and probably the hardest thing to manage is balance. It is so hard to balance your life. Like I am still trying to master balancing and I don't think I'll ever properly master it. I mean, I definitely have come a long way with it, but 
I just think it's easier to balance when you're doing things that make you feel more alive and that might mean trying something new. Yeah, I think definitely adding some different things to your wellness and especially your fitness routines is so important and it can definitely help you with the balance in life. It's also just so important to find in your wellness and your fitness routines things that you love and that are good for you. Like your routine might be so opposite to somebody else's routine and that's okay. Like I think it's just so important to find things that you got to just do your own research inside yourself just to find things that align with you. So just reaching outside that box sometimes is all it takes. Now I just want to touch on the drinking culture in Australia that in my opinion is quite toxic, especially for young people. I know it has been for me in the past. I this week am on a journey still. I am five months alcohol free and I am by no means an alcoholic, um, but I definitely have had my issues and have been self-aware enough to address these issues that I was having with alcohol and when I was drinking. So when I was drinking on the weekends, I was using alcohol as some form of escapism from problems that I might've been having in my life, um, probably especially around mental health. And the thing is, we all know these days that mental health and alcohol are just a huge no-no. And I would say that the sole reason I stopped drinking was to help my mental health. And my gosh, it has helped so much. Like the decrease in my anxiety since I stopped drinking has been mental. You know, people around me are still drinking and I think that I've just had to come to terms with the fact that maybe it's just not for me. And I mean, not everybody handles it the way that I did. Like I felt like when I was drinking, I would drink excessively, like I would binge a bit and it would also lower my inhibitions in myself. Like I would find myself, you know, participating in things like smoking, which I would never do on like a normal day-to-day basis. Like that's just not who I am. And if something is going to cause me to be like that, then why would I have that in my life? Like, why would I allow something to take control of me essentially and and make me into a different person that's making different decisions? Like, I just, I just think for me, it's just so toxic. I honestly don't blame myself though, for the toxic drinking habits that I definitely felt like I had because ever since I was 18, like that's all that we had in Australia when you were turning 18. It was like the big fuss around getting your ID, like turning 18, going to the clubs, binge drinking with your friends, like literally going there and drinking, 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 like keeping on drinking all night. Like if I could go back to when I was 18 and 19, like the amount of alcohol that I was consuming, like per night, like when I would go out, holy shit, like no wonder, girl, like no wonder you were so sick those next mornings. Also, I don't think my body handles alcohol very well, but yeah, the amount of times I was sick and how sick I was, I was like, when I look back now, I clearly see like, oh my gosh, like it's just not normal to go out and drink and drink and not stop. Like I want to, I'm not going to say that I'm never going to drink again, but I want to get to a place where I feel like I have accomplished an outlook on alcohol if I ever go back to it. Not saying that I am, but if I ever do go back to it, I want to have a completely different outlook on it, which has already started. Like I see drinking so differently now and 
I have so much fun when I go out and I don't drink. Like I go to parties, I go to clubs. Like I did Vegas alcohol free. Like I was at a pool club in Vegas watching Fisher drinking lemonade (laughs) and it was fun. It was so much fun. And I think the funnest thing is waking up the next morning and like having a clear head and knowing that you're working towards something that's benefiting yourself. And when you are in a situation like I was, like looking inwards and thinking, this isn't my thing, like this isn't good for me, there is such power in realisation that something that's not good for you, there is such power in like stopping it and having control over it and just feeling like you're – it's such a fine line to go back to it and I think that's why I have had a break for as long as I have. Like originally I was like I'm just going to have three months off alcohol And then now it's turned into six months and I'm pretty sure that when I get to six months, it's going to be a 12 month journey. And I'm just going to keep on going for however feels, however long feels right for me and my journey. But honestly, the realizations I've had since I stopped drinking have been massive. And at the moment, I don't see myself going back to it at all. If there's anyone out there who is wanting to start a journey of being alcohol free Obviously being in your 20s, if you are in your 20s, it's it's hard Like, because I feel like a lot of us in our 20s are still in that era of socializing and going out with our friends and, you know, still partying, I guess. So the biggest tips that I would have to give are drinking mocktails. Now, when I'm sitting there and I'm sipping on a good goddamn mocktail, I'm like the happiest girl in the room. Like I am on the probably because I'm like a massive sugar on a massive sugar buzz first of all like I feel like sugar affects me I think that's why I had to cut caffeine out of my life and probably alcohol I feel like things have massive effects on my body so when I'm there after a good sugary mocktail I am like probably the highest kite person in the room um and I don't even need a drink so definitely substitute for mocktails is something that has helped me a lot and I would say another thing is to just be comfortable with saying no and be strong-willed, like know your why and tell it to people. And most of the time, if you say something like, no, I'm not drinking because of my fitness or no, I'm not drinking because of my mental health, most of the time people will understand and they will be like, that's great. And I feel like we're coming so forward with no drinking as well these days. Like there's so many wonderful people out there that don't drink and there's so many wonderful people that do. But there's so many wonderful people and role models out there these days that don't drink. And I think that it's really great to have people to look to. And as I said, again, the obvious benefit of the no hangovers. And I think that something that really fills my heart as well is being the reliable source for others to get home safe. Now, if you're going out with your girlfriends and you go to dinner and you go to the club, you are the sober, the deso. And that is such a wonderful and beautiful thing. Like I feel like that just makes me so happy, like being that person for somebody else and just know that if you're alcohol-free, if that's the way that you want to be, that there are so many like wonderful opportunities to that. And I think something that's really helped me as well in my journey that I'm in at the moment is probably manifestation journaling. Um, It's something that my contemporary therapist has suggested to me. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today, guys. I think I'm going to wrap it up there for now. I'm pretty tired. I'm recording this at night time. So I feel like my voice is like almost a little bit like croaky. So I'm sorry if 
if that is the case. But yes, I've really enjoyed talking with you so much today and I hope that you enjoyed the episode. Um, If you did, let me know what you think and leave me a review. And if you can also um, hit the little subscribe button, um, you can be notified for my future episodes. And I'm also over on Instagram as so it's like that pod. If you have been here since the first episode till now, thank you so much. We are pretty much family and I hope that you come back for many episodes um, to come in the future. And I'm so excited for the episodes that are about to drop as well ahead of this one. Um, Yeah, they're going to be pretty wild. So stay tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned for the updates that I have over here. Um, And yeah, have a beautiful, beautiful Thursday and I will talk to you soon.